As they say in the Wizard of Oz, we represent the Lollipop Guild. Lollipop Guild doesn't know it is yet. But it's one of the few places I'd be the tall guy, so what the hell? <laughs> Thank you much for like, subscribing, and following. This is True Really News, and we mean you. And you, no, you haven't yet. What's wrong with you? So if you would, and then all of the other people who haven't yet, like, subscribe, and follow This Is Really News. Now, I know what you're saying. How can you tell them to like or subscribe or follow This Is Really News when they're not listening and haven't liked or subscribed or followed it? That's where you come in. You hire, Go to their house. You hire a very large Russian man with an attitude. Send him to their house, and he'll work out ways that they will like, subscribe, and follow. This is your early news. I was thinking you could clandestinely infiltrate their house by going over for dinner. And from there, you get a look at the computer and just subscribe them. You excuse yourself for a minute and go, I must use the restroom. Is it near the computer? <laughs> <laughs> and as you walk, you walk into the bathroom, you turn on the fan, you peek out the door, no one's watching, you sneak next door into the den, like, subscribe, and follow, like, subscribe, and follow. Then you send out invitations to like, subscribe, and follow to their entire contact list. I love this. We're in like Flint. Best plan I've ever seen. And remember, you didn't hear it here first. Or ever, really. This is True Really News with Scott Combs and Tony Vercanis. All the news you're about to hear is true. Really? As far as you know. People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals has sent a letter to Ham Lake Mayor, Minnesota. Ham Lake Mayor? Ham Lake Lake, Minnesota Mayor, Mike Van Kirk. Go ahead. No, I'm done now. I was going to make a PETA joke, but that was much better. (laughs) Yes, Mayor Minnesota and back. Can I have your question? (laughs) Uh, Asking that he asking that he do what, Tone? Guess what PETA is asking the mayor of Ham Lake to do? Rename the city. Yep. Guess what they want him to call it? I don't know. Carrot Lake? Yam Lake. Is this a family show? <laughs> yes. Oh, so I can't say what I want to say. So my mom often said, if you can't say anything good about something, don't say anything at all. But my brain is racing with things to <laughs> say. And I'm pretty sure I've never strung those exact words together. PETA also offered to deliver candied yams for the town to enjoy, if if he agrees. PETA included a photo showing that the town's namesake, Lake, which early settlers thought looked like a ham, more closely resembles a tuber. Or the tuber of a gourd, which is a callback to a story. From yeah, you had to be there. Don't Google it, because I don't know where that would be. Pigs are smart, sensitive, wonderful individuals, so... If we have a heart, we'll leave their legs alone and choose yams over hams, says Peter President Ingrid Newkirk. Who apparently needs something to pass the time. I don't think that's her real name. <laughs> I Peter, hope not. Peter envisions a new yam lake that promotes kindness and healthy eating. Peter, whose motto reads in part that animals are not ours to eat, opposes speciesism and a human supremacist worldview. For more information... Visit PETA.org or follow the group on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. Or you can skip all the intermediate steps and head straight for your nearest mental health professional. Well, you could like them and go find all of them and see how long it takes them to block you. Here's the deal. Um, Bring a ham sandwich. Maybe some bacon (laughs) and eggs would be good. A ham is not an apex predator. There are things that live off of pigs. Yeah. 
We're not the only ones. No. Pigs are such magical animals. I mean, think of it. What God builds one animal and calls it the pig. And from it, we get pork roast, pork loin, ham, bacon. There. There. Those are the two I, mean, I like. I mean, I'll, if it comes from a pig, I'll, I'll try it. <laughs> Tone. Which confuses me as to how Arnold Ziffel lives so long. Google it. In February, the Smoking Gun reports that 33-year-old Christina Blair of Albuquerque, New Mexico, began honking her horn and yelling obscenities at Gabriel Chavez while the two drove their cars on an Albuquerque road, which is good because if they're driving them like, you know, through Albuquerque living rooms, that'd be bad. Blair they kept it on the road. Exactly. Blair told police she had become enraged upon seeing Chavez's vaccinated bumper sticker. <sighs> who cares let him get vaccinated oh wait for care. it after blair hit chavez's car with an object later revealed to be a water bottle at a red light chavez accidentally um backed his car into blair's <laughs> it was a boo-boo <laughs> it was a mistake yeah right i'm buying yeah. it i'm yeah. buying it the two pulled into a walgreens parking lot where chavez expected to exchange insurance information instead blair <clears throat> Pulled a handgun from her car. Oh, good Lord. And racked that puppy up. Chavez, knowing that calling 911 is a better part of valor, uh, police were able to use Chavez's cell phone video to acquire Blair's license plate info and track it to her residence. She's been taken into custody and booked on a count of aggravated assault with a deadly weapon. Dear, it's not that big a deal. Mm-hmm. Well, unless you're a federal employee and are forced to be vaccinated, then it's kind of a big deal. But other right. than that, you know what? If you want to wear a mask everywhere... Wear cool. a mask. And don't go to Philadelphia if you don't. All right. Right. And Actually, if you, there are lots of reasons not to go to Philadelphia. Now they've just added one. <laughs> and, and if you want to get vaccinated 100 times, get vaccinated 100 times. Although I'm beginning to think because didn't, was it the CDC or the World Health Organization? So they're not going, they're suggesting yearly mm-hmm. um, shots for COVID. Yeah. And suddenly the cartoon that came out early in this run where one guy is looking panicked and screaming, what? You only had four vaccinations? Are you trying to kill people? doesn't seem as funny anymore does it so i figured out the average length of a conspiracy now from conspiracy to truth is about three months (laughs) five on the outside police blotter oh no hang on let me look yep these all happened where the heck i got this all jumbled up okay i'm gonna start here and then go to there 208 p.m A man attempted to pepper spray a fellow citizen after threatening to run him over. 2.49 p.m. Someone reported a car speeding through traffic in order for the the driver to flip them off and tell them to go home because they had California license plates. I think that's good. Go home. 3.01 p.m. A semi pulling a large boat was stuck in a roundabout. Is there video? There should be video. I do love this idea. 3.23 p.m. Seven or eight cows were loose. Seven or eight? Yep. That eighth cow's tricky. He was kind of... <laughs> 8.55 p.m. Well, it depends on whether Tuesday is an even or odd day. 8.55 p.m. No, no, no. 5.27 p.m. A woman called 911, asked, what's your problem? And hung up. 7.29 p.m. Wait, wait, wait. What was their problem? They don't know. 
A woman at 729 was furious that a child was eating pizza with her parents in a well-known bar in town. Okay, the child was eating pizza with the annoyed parents person's in the parents? Bar. Or with yeah. their own parents? Or their own parents. Okay. Right. 8.55 p.m. A man was very upset. He couldn't leave a message for his girlfriend who is in jail. I can't tell you the number of ways that could go wrong. So, And at 9.02 p.m. Oh, no. Four or five cows were standing near the road. What did they do with the other three? <laughs> That's what I'm for. I think this deserves quite an investigation. There could have been a muicide. <laughs> right. There could have been mass murder. <laughs> I know. That's utterly ridiculous. Uh, a 15-year-old moodle. Uh, uh, moodle. Poodle, 15 year old poodle. Yeah. And for those of us who've watched The Simpsons, yeah. it's very confusing. 15 year old poodle's named Snowball. When we all know that, according to The Simpsons, cats should be named Snowball. Ah. And the poodle should be named Santa's <laughs> a little helper, but that's a whole other thing. Where was I? 15 uh, year old poodle, Snowball, reunited with owner Kathy of Norfolk, Virginia. What had kept the two apart, you say? What had ever kept those two apart? About five years and 900 miles. Okay. Snowball, who arrived recently at the Cape Corral, Adam, Cape Corral. <laughs> yeah, the old Cape, Cape Corral, Corral, Florida. Yeah. Cape Coral. There, Shut Gene. up. It's a Corral Reef, right? Of course it is. No, it's only. <laughs> All right. There's corrals, corals. Mm-hmm. Oh, and corals. And, well, there's also corrals. Yes. So the Cape Coral. Animal shelter in Florida, which has nothing to do with the music and or or places where horses are kept. Showed up with matted fur, infected eyes and ears and severe dehydration. Oh, poor puppy was in tough shape. It seems that Snowball had gone missing from Kathy's house in Norfolk about five years ago. But thanks to the microchip Kathy had implanted in her bestie, the poodle was quickly identified. And Kathy booked a flight shortly after receiving a call from the shelter. According to Fox 4, Southwest Florida, boom, boom, boom. Snowball's eyes have been treated, his vaccinations updated, and his new health certificate will allow him to fly home with Kathy. Uh, thank you. Uh, thank you very much. You know, that reminds me of, have you ever seen Rick and Morty? Never. Not, not, I have, not I have friends. friends. I have friends who keep telling me I should watch Rick and Morty and I keep telling them off. Well, Snowball, Snowball. Because my youngest granddaughter likes it. Yeah. The, the Snowball, their dog, um, was uh was Morty have a dog named Snowball? Yep. Um and he became sentient and developed robots and all kinds of things. And finally he's finally the dog Summer, the sister, and he says, Where are my testicles, Summer? This is going to be an awkward conversation. (laughs) (laughs) That's a pretty funny episode. Yeah. An unidentified Californian has learned firsthand what Cheeto's slogan, dangerously cheesy, actually means. Oh, no. During a visit to Cornville, Arizona, the person in question left the hatch of their Subaru open overnight with a bag of Cheetos in plain sight and probably smell for that matter. The enticing cheesy snack attracted the attention of a wild javelina. Now, javelinas, as you know, are medium-sized animals that look similar to a wild boar. They have mainly short, coarse, salt-and-pepper-colored hair, short legs, and a pig-like nose. After after jumping inside, the hatchback closed on our unsuspecting javelina, 
who was too busy devouring the Cheetos to notice. Upon discovering it was trapped, the javelina did what any self-respecting desert-dwelling pig-like animal would do. And that would be? Tore off a portion of the dashboard, the passenger door interior, and knocked the vehicle into neutral. Well, a good-sized dog could do that, too. And causing it to roll out of the driveway and across the street, stopping under some trees. <laughs> <laughs> Our crack... Or a five-year-old boy could do the same thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, Ian did it at 18 months. He... Uh, he, well, got he was an overachiever. Of, he got out of the car seat, pulled the thing into drive. My wife was picking up a friend who was going to have a baby and taking her to the hospital. Well, this should have helped kind of pick up the old contractions. I'm thinking sort of sort of taught the wife that you take the keys. You turn the car off. In any and case, don't our, let the child alone in it. Right. Our crack titter investigative team poured we have over one? the police reports. Yes. But there is no mention of which style of Cheetos, crunchy, flaming hot, cheddar jalapeno or puff set off the unfortunate events. Begum Deno. I'm guessing if it's a javelina, it was the cheddar jalapeno. We, can we be done? No. Oh, you got to do another story because I, I don't. I don't want to. Move. You. Fine. The Lang family of... I can't do that again. The Lang family of Whidbey Island Station in okay. Washington owns, count them now, five horses. Five Got of it? them. On March 2nd, only four could be found. Now, I knew we'd have trouble with the math. The family began a search, discovered that Blaze, the missing horse, was in deep trouble. 15 foot deep trouble, to be precise. He had broken through a barrier by 10 o'clock that morning and fallen down a concrete well. Oh. So now it would be Lassie running and going, Timmy, the horse is in the well. <laughs> right? Call Roy. At which Critters point Mr. Red well. goes, Wilbur. <laughs> Google it. Google it. Rescue workers from the Woodby Island Naval Air Station dropped in, sedated said horse, and North Woodby and Central Woodby Fire and Rescue were able to get a harness around Blaze and lift all 2,000 pounds of the equine out of the hole using an excavator from a neighbor's farm. Why wasn't he oh. named Giganto? Uh, 2,000 pounds is not that big for a... It's, a ton is a lot of horse, no matter how you dice. Well, yeah, but not if it's one of those big like farm workhorses, like the it, Belgians or the... Right, the Clydesdales. Germans or, or yeah. the Clydesdales. Percherons. Angry French ones. <laughs> snooty french ones. that's it angry snooty french ones yeah there you go where was i two thousand pounds got him out neighbor's excavator thank you blaze received an iv and was treated for a few minor cuts but otherwise was unhurt in the incident he said he doesn't know what happened <laughs> owner carl lang told king tv5 that if he had gone down any other way he wouldn't be alive luckily he went down horses Patoot first. Talk about ass backwards. <laughs> this is true, really news. Send email to TITR at netradio.network. <laughs>